Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am passionate about helping women just like you embrace your true self so you can show up confidently in your life. Join me as we talk about overcoming limiting beliefs, reshaping what health and wellness really look like, and take steps to becoming captivatingly confident. With all that said, let's go to the show. Hey friends, welcome back. I'm so excited that you're here. This is the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim. Hi, it's so great to meet you. If you're new, if you are a previous listener, welcome back. I'm so thankful that you are here. Your time is so valuable and I respect it so much. And I'm just so excited to be on this journey with you as you are trying to be you bravely and to live life how you want, not how you think you should. And getting rid of the shoulds is the work of a lifetime, but it's the most freeing and incredible work that you will ever do. And if you're curious about the shoulds, there are 50 podcast episodes on here that talk about the shoulds and how they can really keep you hostage and feeling stuck. And today we're going to talk about the cost of thinness. And I've realized that this this topic is loaded, and I try not to shy away from loaded topics out of fear, but I try to address them head on because I believe that that's where the good stuff is, that these topics can help take away some shame and unmet expectations. And thinness and the pursuit of being thinner is one that will cost you everything. And I know this from personal experience. And I'll, I'll tell you a little couple of stories as we go from my life and, and my clients' lives. But I just want to tell you that I have spent 10 years working with thousands of men and women in the pursuit of thinness. And oftentimes it sounds a lot like, well, I just want to be toned I don't really want to lose a lot of weight. I just want to be toned. Or I just want to get healthy. I'm in the gym here working with a trainer. I just want to get healthy. I'm working with a nutrition coach because I want to figure out, you know, how to take care of my body with food. And honestly, getting down to the real issue was a desire to lose weight because the thought is, is that if you just lose enough weight, that then you will feel confident. Then you will feel fulfilled. Then you will finally find peace with your body, that you'll finally have what it is that you've been searching for and seeking for because you've been taught from a young age, most likely, that your body is too big and it needs to be smaller. It needs to be tighter. It needs to be firmer. There needs to not be lumps, bumps, lines, wrinkles, divots, and dimples. That cellulite is a terrible thing that saggy boobs are something to be despised that double chins are a sign of weakness and laziness that flabby arms are disgusting and need to be covered and hidden and it's not true but we believe it we buy into the lies i was at the gym yesterday and there was a commercial for this pill that somehow <laughs> i kid you not it's a pill that tightens and firms under your chin and like 
helps lift it up. I don't even know how that's even possible for a pill to do that. It's not. It's not possible. It's just a scam. But it works. And I bet you that they sell thousands of bottles of those pills. Because we as a culture, as a society, are bent on body perfection and the pursuit of thinness. If you're not on a diet, trying to get healthy, working out, there's something wrong with you, right? That's what culture says. And culture says that it is easy. All you need to do is eat less and move more, right? Do those two things and you'll have the body that you want. You'll have the confidence. You'll have the better posture because you're going to be holding yourself up because you're actually proud of yourself. Because you think, finally, I'm worthy. I deserve love and admiration because my body is finally a different size. And it's not true. This is not true. I have helped thousands of women get to their goal weights. And are they happy? No. They're not happy. This is like the biggest lie in the fitness world is it's like, once you reach a goal weight, you're going to be happy. No, they're not. It's not. It's not true. Have you ever gotten to your goal weight and been happy? Maybe for a moment, but are you still at your goal weight? Or did it creep back on? Did you gain the weight back and now you feel ashamed? You feel guilty. You feel bad because you couldn't keep it off. Maybe you feel bad because you think you should have it all figured out right now. This is something that my husband and I were talking about this weekend was he feels like when it comes to weight loss that he should have it figured out. And I'm like, what is that story? Who said you should have it all figured out? Weight loss is one of the most complicated things in the whole world. What, why do you think you should have it figured out? And I think that we hang ourselves on this hook of simplicity when it comes to changing your body composition. Well, eat less, move more, right? Eat more veggies, avoid carbs, drink more water. We all know what we should be doing, but we don't do it. That's the number one thing that I hear from my clients. Kim, I know what I need to be doing. I just can't seem to do it. I need more accountability. I need more support. I need this and this. And I'm here to tell you, friend, that not only... Is that an inaccurate ideal? It's not you. It's not your fault. And you don't just need more accountability. That's not what's going on. It's that weight loss is so incredibly difficult. I did a podcast episode a few weeks ago about the 40 some odd reasons why weight loss is ridiculous and hard. And this is from a personal trainer and nutrition coach with over a decade experience under my belt working with people and seeing what's really happening. And I promise you that this, the pursuit of thinness will cost you everything. It'll cost you everything. And it's not static. If you have a goal weight for yourself and you reach that goal weight, you will work to maintain it, right? We enter maintenance phase after the cutting phase. And maintenance phase is way harder than actually losing the weight. Losing the weight is hard enough, but then trying to maintain that weight loss, especially for women, is so hard. And you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it worth the struggle? Because I'm going to tell you that it is a struggle. It is. It's hard to lose weight and keep it off. 
because you're fighting biology, especially if you have lost weight quickly. If you've done a diet where weight has come off fast, your body's like, whoa, hold on, I need that. I need that body fat. I'm used to that body fat. And you've cut it too quickly. And now I got to have it back. And so your metabolic rate drops and your cravings increase, your appetite increases, and you think you're doing something wrong because you can't stick to your plan because you're so tired and hungry and you're stressed out because you had this goal weight and you could see it. Isn't it the worst? Oh, isn't it the worst when you get on a scale and you've lost the weight and you see those numbers start to creep back up? Maybe it's a couple pounds at a time and they go up and up and up and you panic. Do you feel this, friends? Do you, have you experienced this? Oh my gosh, that loss of control that you feel, that terror, that panic as you're looking down at your feet and you're looking at that number and you're like, I gotta, I gotta get back. I gotta get back. Maybe you don't weigh yourself. Maybe this is all in how your clothes fit. And maybe you buy some nice jeans that you finally fit into, and then all of a sudden you can't button them. And they don't fit anymore. And that shame that washes over you, that gut-tightening feeling of, I'm not doing enough, I'm not enough, I'm not worthy, it's exhausting. That's exhausting. And it's so degrading to you as a powerful, strong, captivating woman. You give all your power to this ideal of thinness or being thinner. You're like, Kim, I'll never be thin. Okay, but are you in the pursuit of being thinner? Because it'll cost you everything. It will. It'll cost you your mind and your time and your energy. Because let's be honest here. If you want to lose weight and maintain it, you have to do it so incredibly slowly. Slow is the name of the game when it comes to changing the shape of your body. And let's be honest about it. There are three body types. There is an ectomorph, a mesomorph, and an endomorph. There are those three body types. The ectomorphs are your actors and actresses. They're the straight up and down pencils. They're the marathon runners. They're the ones that can eat all the things and not gain any weight. That's their body type. And then you have endomorphs who are more muscular and athletic. They're the natural muscle builders, the ones with like six packs no matter what they do. And we're like, we hate you. We hate you and your six pack. Go put your shirt on. And then there's the mesomorph, which is most of the population. And the mesomorph, it just loads on muscle and body fat because that's just the type. So in a lot of ways, you're going to be fighting biology. You're going to be fighting your very body shape. And there are going to be places where you are predisposed to store your weight, right? This is where we talk about body types like apples and oranges, (laughs) and pears and you know we reduce ourselves to fruit but you're going to store it in different places mine is my tricep area under my chin and in my hips that's the first place to get bigger and that's where I store my weight and I can spend all of my energy targeting those areas and fighting against it or I can embrace it I 
can accept it and appreciate it. Say, you know what? I got some good birthing hips here. They birthed a beautiful baby. I have strong arms. And I'm going to show them off. I'm going to wear a tank top if I darn well want to. I don't have to cover my arms up for anyone. Even if they jiggle when I walk. It doesn't matter. But this is the place that you get to when you finally decide that the cost of thinness is too high. It's too much. And I had to go through this for myself. I remember going on vacations and I would pack these like pure protein bars and I would look up the closest gym so that I could go every day. I remember one trip we'd go to, we went to Florida and I worked out every day. I would get up super early, go to the gym, have my protein bar, come back to the hotel. My husband would just be waking up and, you know, then we'd start our day. And this was fine. This would be fine. And I still do this. But I do it from a different place. I don't do it in pursuit of thinness. I did that out of fear. Straight up fear that the body I had worked so hard for would be ruined if I let myself actually enjoy my vacation. I remember we would go and get the healthiest foods, like just protein. And I would drink protein shakes all the time and take supplements and branch chain amino acids and MCT oils. and. I worked so hard. And friends, I had the perfect body. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that. It was about, I'm going to say, 2009 to maybe 2012, 13. There were a few years in there where I had the perfect body. It was perfect. And I was miserable. It was miserable. I remember not being able to be like, you know what? This body is great. I'm so confident. No. I was always worried about losing it. And nobody tells you this. Nobody talks about the sheer terror that happens when you achieve the body that you want. Nobody talks about this part where you stand in front of the mirror and you judge all the angles and you're like, okay, I can still see this bone. I can still see this many ribs, this many abs. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. But I have to be careful. Or if you, heaven forbid, eat carbs and then you get bloated and then it terrifies you because you think all that hard work is gone. I lived like that. I lived like that for years. And it costs me so much time. Sometimes I would work out twice a day. Or I would do like three fitness classes in a row just to make sure. I earned my food. I was never allowed to just eat. If I had dessert or carbs, I had to earn it or pay for it the next day by running and running and running, even though I kept getting hurt because my body is not a runner's body. But I kept doing it because I was focused on the pursuit of thinness. And it took me a few years It was probably when Lewis was a year or so old, and I couldn't make it to the gym as often, and my body changed. And it's been in the process of changing and getting bigger. My body is bigger now than it was a few years ago because I stopped. I stopped exercising, and I started moving. I practiced what I preached. I had always preached like, oh, you know, find ways of moving that feel good. But it was something that I wasn't fully committed to for myself. And now I love moving. 
You'll see on Instagram pictures of me in the gym all the time, but I'm not doing like typical workouts. I'm doing fun stuff like handstands and pull-ups and doing crazy, I don't even know what, just whatever I feel like. Crow pose and yoga, whatever. I just move. And I encourage my clients to do this too, to go from an exercise mindset to a movement mindset. Because that doesn't cost you anything. The exercise will cost you because in order to maintain your thinness or to pursue thinness, you have to sprint. You have to walk for hours a day. You have to do specific workouts. You have to do HIIT workouts, Tabata workouts. You have to lift heavy weights. You have to spend time in the gym. And if you hate the gym, then that cost of thinness is going to be high because you got to. Either you have an at-home fitness studio or you go to the gym because it's very specific what you have to do. If you like to eat, (laughs) it's going to cost you because there are foods that do cause your body to retain water. Fact. Carbohydrates make your body retain water, which is why when you start a keto diet, which eliminates most carbohydrates, your body goes and flushes out all the water which then increases your chances for dehydration and constipation and gut health issues. But we don't talk about that. We just talk about how fast you can lose weight. And then they also don't talk about how fast it is to gain it back. And I can make caveats for all of these, right? I can say, well, some people really love the gym, and so it's not a big deal to them. Some people really like restriction and love doing a restrictive diet, and that works for them. But I'm speaking to the rest of I'm going to include myself in this, the rest of us who don't want to spend our, all of our lives working out, who don't want to spend so much time and stress trying to find healthy foods and weight loss foods because P.S., weight loss foods and healthy foods are two different things. The foods you eat for weight loss are not always healthy and not all healthy foods promote weight loss. It's so much more complicated than that. But it will cost you. And diet foods are expensive. Supplements are expensive. A friend just sent me this sample of a little ketone packet that you're supposed to drink. And this is like warning. has all these warnings on it. But she said, you know, this is great. and It'll help you lose weight. And I'm like, but then that means I have to take it all the days or else I'm going to gain that way back. It's going to cost you financially. It's going to cost you time. It's going to cost your mental space. It's going to cost relationships. My husband and I used to fight all the time about going out to eat because there was nowhere I could go to eat because I was so restrictive with my diet. So many fights, so many tears, so much emotional space of wanting to go wine tasting, but being terrified of wine because it'll make me bloated and it'll make me gain weight, especially if I pair it with carbs and put it with cheese and fat. And then that's a recipe for like a fat bomb. What am I going to do? And friends, I know for a fact that the cost of thinness is exhausting, but the pursuit of wholeness and health is different. The pursuit of accepting your body for what it is and where it's at will get you far better results than this constant chasing your tail 
and trying to be thinner. Because then you can focus on holistic factors like getting quality sleep. Sleep is critical for maintaining a body that you love and enjoy and appreciate. Making sure that you move in a way that feels good because that's going to be less stressful for you. Finding ways to move that you enjoy because that's going to be sustainable for you. Finding foods that make you feel good and having the ability to intuitively eat, to listen to your body and what it wants. And a lot of us are terrified of intuitive eating because that means that you can eat anything. And if you can eat anything, you're going to go off the rails. And maybe you do for a week or two. You eat whatever you want, whenever you want. Your body will steer you back on course and you will crave the things that your body needs. It's incredible. I swear by it. Listening to your body and responding to what it needs and not sticking to, well, I can only eat three times a day or I can't eat after this time of day because those are, those are thinness rules. And we're looking at holistic health, making that shift away from the pursuit of changing your body and making it smaller, tighter, firmer, smoother to embracing the body that you have. And accepting it and appreciating it because that is where you will find a low to no cost body that you can appreciate. It may not look like what you want it to. And that's okay. Because if you finally get it to what you want it to look like, if you can do that and you can fight genetics and you can fight your body type, your metabolic type, fight your hormones. And finally get the body that you want. You're going to have to work so hard to keep it. And the whole point of me saying this is that I want you to hear it from someone that knows. That maybe it's not worth it. Maybe the cost of thinness is too high. How much is it costing you? How much mental space is it taking up in your mind? The self-loathing. The wanting to fix it. Wanting to change it. Believing that X number of pounds from now, you'll finally be confident and you'll have a body that you like. You can like your body then. Then you can go shopping. Then you can start taking care of yourself. But what if that never happens? This is a conversation that we have to have, friend. We have to talk about this. The cost. And it's all about what you're willing to say no to. Willing to say no to having the ability to Just do yoga on days that you want to instead of your HIIT workout. It's being able to have a meal out with family and friends and not worry instead of having a game plan for how you're going to stay on track. It's about being able to eat when your body needs to and wants to and being okay with that instead of fighting it and restricting it. It's about creating self-care habits like quality sleep, walking, moving in ways that feels good. Do you know that movement can actually be self-care? That by going for a walk, you can be taking care of yourself. You can do it with your family. It's something that you can all do together and you can instill these habits in your kids and help them to see how to move and not exercise, how to appreciate their bodies for all the incredible things that they do. And I think it comes down to 
what you really want. What is it that thinness holds for you? Why do you want to make your body smaller, tighter, fitter, stronger? And again, the pursuit of health is different than the pursuit of making your body smaller. I just want to keep reiterating that because healthy foods, again, do not always promote weight loss. And foods that promote weight loss are often not healthy, especially when it comes to restricting your macronutrients and your calories and your sugars and worrying about all of that. And I just want you to be able to take a breath and to imagine what it would be like to just accept your body, to stop fighting, changing it, just let it be, and to focus on health. I mean, and having fun in your life. If you could transfer all that time and energy that you spend trying to make it smaller and transfer that over to accepting it and finding more fun in your life, whoa, what a radical change. Can you even imagine what that would be like? That's what I want to challenge you with today is to imagine what it would be like if you gave up the pursuit of thinness. If you were to let it go and start working on the pursuit of acceptance. Because that cost is nothing. You will lose nothing by pursuing acceptance of yourself and your body appreciating the body that you have and the things that it does for you and the things that you want it to do. I'm not saying you can't work out. I'm not saying you can't be healthier. That all comes with the pursuit of health because health is movement. Health is self-care. Health is eating foods that make you feel good. And I don't just mean like emotionally comfort foods. I mean foods that you know benefit you, like vegetables and fruits, drinking water. Pursuing health and redefining what health even looks like for you. And starting to dress your body in a way now that feels good versus weighing X number of pounds. So here's what we're going to do. I want you to head over to the Captivatingly Confident Facebook group and I'm going to start a conversation in there. And I know that this is really hard to talk about, but I believe that as we have these conversations, we can reduce the stigma around weight loss and that ideal weight and that ideal size and that you can let yourself off the freaking hook and that you can experience freedom, joy, acceptance, happiness right now in the body that you have with all of its lumps, bumps, wrinkles and dents and cellulite and flabby that you can wear what you want to wear, eat what you want to eat and be happy now. And that you can find confidence in the body that you have now. I believe in you and I believe in it. And the cost of the pursuit of thinness is so high. And maybe it's worth it for you. And maybe after listening to this, you're not so sure. So for further reading, I want you to check out episode 42 of the Captivatingly Confident podcast. And it's the 40 reasons why losing weight is so hard. And there's also episodes after that where we talk about how weight loss is not the thing that's going to make you happy. I promise you that. All right, my friends, this was a big one. 
And I'm curious to know what you think. So make sure you head over to the Facebook group. Let me know what you think. I would love your emails. Kim at CaptivatinglyConfident.com. Let's have some conversations and let's find you some freedom from the pursuit of thinness. I love you. Have a great week.